0: Hello and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. I am your host, Al the Brewer, and I am so glad you are listening today. This podcast is for anyone that wants to learn more about craft beer and the culture that surrounds it. Whether you're brand new to the scene or a vet of craft beer, I hope you find something to take away from this podcast. So, pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy. Cheers. Hello and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. How in the world are you doing out there in podcast land? Oh my goodness. Season two, episode three. I'm going to say episode three. Yeah, we're doing episode three right now. How are we doing out there? Um, Oh, it's good to be here. I'm glad you're joining today. Got something fun. So last season, I started a thing called uh, Segment, now that I know how to say the word Segment. Um, or remember what the word segment is. If you don't know why I'm laughing, go check out episode two. Um, a segment called "Dad into Beer, where I talk about being a dad into beer. Um, I'm just got a couple of buddies of mine in the craft beer community that I'm like, you know, there's there's a conversation to be had here. Um, because I know my own history with beer, I know my own family's history with beer, and I think that's something uh, worth exploring. And I think there's something about being a dad uh, that comes with, I don't want to say social pressure, uh, but I think that there's something there that dads can relate to, especially those that are into beer, about how do we handle all this? Uh, how do we handle being a dad that is into beer? What kind of example do we set for our kids? Um, how do we have this as part of our life? How do we make it part of the, the balance of our life? And um, today I get to talk to a buddy of mine that does this really cool thing called Babies and Beer. And what he does is he gets, because he has, he has a little one, and he gets that little one, and his wife. They go to a brewery and meet up with other people that have little littles, as uh, I believe my wife likes to say, the littles, um, other children, kids. Meet up a brewery and hang out because um, I'm not gonna lie. As an adult, it's kind of hard to find slash make friends, and so to have something that's just kind of naturally built around something you already know, already love. And uh, find other people that are like, hey, I have kids. I get it. Um, to to kind of hang out and do that all together is really cool. And so I had an opportunity to sit with him at uh, my local watering hole, Turning Point Beer. We had a great conversation. Uh, Lee is just a cool guy. I mean, if you ever get a chance to hang out with him in the DFW area, please do. If you have kids, please check him out at... Um, He's on Facebook babies and beers meetup. You can find him. We talk about that. It's towards the end of the episode, but just listen to the episode. You got it. You love it. You'll love it. Um, anyways, so let me wrap that up. Um, if you are listening to this in the far future, I'm sorry, but I've got to talk to you, talk about this real quick. Uh, I am going to be playing what we're calling the Carol of the Beers at New Main Brewing on December 14th. I hope you come out and join me if you're listening to this before December 14th. If you were listening to this and it's December 14th, go to my Instagram right now, Al the Brewer, and see if I am checking in slash setting up because I will be probably posting all those different things on there. Come hang out. There's going to be a little night market going on If you need that last-minute gift for friends, family, or whomever may be in your life that you're like, I want to buy you a gift, come out, enjoy, sing some Christmas songs. You do not have to know how to sing. All you have to know how to do is enjoy a beverage and hang out and just be together and, and follow the words on the screen. Anyways, okay, I'm blabbing. Need to get this done. Um what was I was about to say. Oh, thank you for listening so very much. I'm just going to add that in now because it's part of the drinking game. Listen to episode one. Um, love you. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you that takes the time to listen to this little podcast. Um, hit me up on the interwebs at AlTheBrewer on all the uh, you know Facebook, Instagram, twitters and such uh, that is at al the brewer a-l-t-h-e-b-r-e-w-e-r all one word um, or go to the website i know nothing about beer.com uh, find me there as well thank you again so very much i really appreciate every one of you have a good night and cheers Lee. Man, thank you for coming on the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. How are you doing, Senor?
1: I'm doing fantastic. It's a little hot outside. It's but, a little you know.
0: warm. Texas in August, a little, little warm. Let me just give a cheer to thank you so much for being on. No, no problem. Thank you. So uh, we are here at Turning Point. Mm. Uh, one of my favorite lo- favorite local haunts. And I'm going to address this at the top. We uh, So the parking lot at, at, par- at uh, what's it called, uh, Turning Point has a little sandwich shop right now called Colossal. It is awesome. I've had a couple bites of the Cubano. Uh, I had to eat very quickly before you got here. Uh, This is the dad into beer episode and so I'm just gonna be honest. Um, I've had a very dad into beer morning where we went to (laughs) church, had a late service, had a kid breakdown and was leaving my wife with like child crying about a picture and a band-aid. And so um, I'm going to give big shout-outs to my wife right now and props <laughs> to her taking over and then also to Colossal for making an awesome Cubano. If you like spicy mustard and a lot of meat, this is a great way to go.
2: Yeah.
1: No, had a breakdown at the Dollar Tree yesterday, so definitely feel your pain.
0: Yeah, it's, it's um, breakdowns are a, are a thing. Yes, mm-hmm. very much. Um, with, with children. Uh, not that adults don't do that, but it's just different. It's like the sheer...
1: I always talk to my therapist about this, the sheer irrationality of children, mm-hmm. where they're talking about like, oh, I want this wooden car door to open and be like, dude, it doesn't have it doors. D- I don't know how to tell you this. I don't know how
0: to help you out. Yeah. I, I will draw them on. Do you want mm-hmm. me to draw them on? Yeah. I'll draw them. Yeah. But so um, for anybody listening, um, this is my, what I call my dad into beer podcast, where I talk to dads that are into craft beer, because I think there's a conversation to have be had. About, um, especially uh, I'm not going to say especially, but because I'm a dad, that's kind of what I'm going to focus on. And the uh, music just got turned up in here. Wow. Um, so, um, but we're uh, we're just going to talk because Lee. You run a thing called uh, Babies and Breweries. Uh, Babies and Beers, yeah. Babies and Beers, and it seems so cool. Um, I went to one of the very first ones, more of a, hey, people are going to be there, and then both my kids took a nap, and so my wife was like, just go and hang out with people, and so (laughs) I came here without any kids. It was so much fun. Um, And I want to get into that in just a second, but um, I'd love to know a little bit about your family and then your history of, uh, your own personal history of getting into beer, and then uh, we'll go from there.
1: Sure. So, I have a recently two-year-old daughter named Mm -hmm. Elise. Um, My wife and I are trying for another right now, hopefully another girl, because I'm leaning into being a girl dad so hard. Gotcha. Uh, Getting into beer, really, I met my wife in April of 2010. She had moved here from Mm -hmm. Denver. And, Mm. you know, I'm like three years out of college. I'm still drinking Miller Lights and stuff. She comes here from Denver and basically just says, wow, you're drinking awful beer. (laughs) And so I was like, all right, well, teach me more about beer. And she started um, Twisted Pine. It's a brewery from Boulder. Okay. And they have a raspberry wheat beer she's obsessed with. She got me that. It Mm -hmm. really started the wheels turning. Gotcha. And right around then, I saw that Big Texas Beer Fest, uh, mm-hmm. run by my friends Chad and Nelly. Oh, yeah. They were they were getting ready to ramp up, and we we're like, all right, let's volunteer.
0: And let me just give a quick shout-out to them, because they run Civil Poor out in mm-hmm. Dallas, and I have yet to be there, but I've heard nothing but good things.
1: Oh, yeah, it's fantastic there. Mm-hmm. And Chad, what I love about Chad and Nelly, they're perfectionists, and they're all mm-hmm. about the details. So I've been volunteering at the big Tex beer fest every single year mm-hmm. and it's really through that that i've learned more about beer and gotcha. just being in the proximity of chad and nelly
0: yeah yeah they're they're both very knowledgeable and they're just great people to be around and just hang mm-hmm. out with so no i totally dig them um okay very cool and so you're uh how long have you lived in texas i lived in texas for 24 years okay gotcha we came here
1: about uh 1990 from south mm-hmm. carolina Uh, A couple years before that, Hurricane Hugo hit. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't remember Hurricane Hugo, but it hit South Carolina and Charleston and the islands I'm from directly. Ah. And at the time, it was the most expensive hurricane to hit the United States. Mm -hmm. So it destroyed everything. And then Mm -hmm. my dad had a job offer in Texas. We're like, all right, let's get out of Hurricane Alley. We're
0: we're going to to Texas. Yeah. And they
1: they still live in McKinney to this day. Oh, okay. McKinney. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And went to school at SMU. I mean, still live in Dallas, so I've just been proximity to Dallas for like 24 years. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Yeah, we've been living in Texas for about almost uh, four or five years now mm-hmm. from California. So uh, it has been uh, it has been an adjustment. Where in, in California? Southern California. So we were living. I grew up in the Long Beach area, then mm-hmm. uh, went to school in Pepperdine, Malibu. Oh, Pepperdine. Yeah, that's a Nice looking campus. It is a great campus. Yeah. It, I mean, there's, I mean, say what you want about the school, because there's some people that uh, I love Pepperdine. Mm-hmm. I get there's some things about it that people are not fond of, but um, I love my experience at Pepperdine. But uh, the campus, I mean, it's hard. To, it it always gets rated mm-hmm. as number two of like the best campuses in the world, and I'm just like, no, that's just people not always wanting to put it at number one.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't know what would be above it, because I I travel a lot to California for work, uh-huh. and I'm in LA or San Francisco I feel like every single month mm-hmm. and just driving by Pepperdine.
0: Dude, stop at Pepperdine.
1: Yeah, just it's just,
0: just they, they'll let they'll give you a little guest pass and oh, they okay. have an awesome um my I mean the best view in all of Malibu. Mm-hmm. Uh is you go to Pepperdine, drive up to Heroes Garden Heroes and it's got an infinity pool and you can look out over the entire I mean you can see on a good day you can see from Santa Monica all the way up to the other side of the mountains that cut off your view, but it's gorgeous.
1: Yeah. That painted a really beautiful picture. All right. Heroes Garden, Infinity Pole. Next yeah. time I'm there. Next I'm there. time you're there.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, but um, I, I've got two kids myself. I've got a little girl who is three... Um, and I've got a, another little girl who is five months now.
1: Oh man, you're yeah. a new into it.
0: Yeah yeah well not I mean three well, years yeah the yeah, right yeah. One. but the, the new one.
1: Whew. but going back to having to wake up multiple times in the night to feed yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, man. Prepping that, bottles.
0: Yeah um, I'm I, for, I almost I forgot about the fog that you live in for that first two months. Yeah so that was uh, that was that was a bit. Um, we're also done. We are so done. Mm-hmm. I just looked at my wife. I think it was like the second day we brought home the kit. I'm like, babe, we're, we're done. We're too old. Yeah. And she looks at me. She's like, okay. I'm like, no, no, no. We're really done. I mean, we, we've got two little girls, and I love it. And I'm I'm surrounding a world of pink unicorn glitter. Oh, no it's um, great. It, it <laughs> well, here's the other thing. I love that I have this little girl who is so into it. I love that enthusiasm. But also, um, beyond my stepfather-in-law, I am the only other male within all Mm -hmm. of my family here in texas and so all my my wife's because all my family's in california Mm -hmm. so it's literally i'm in the land of womanhood all 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 the time and Mm -hmm. so even my my wife's best friend is still single and so (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like you need to get a boyfriend (laughs) Mm -hmm. just and then
1: like just pounce the guy. Hey, how's it going? Do you like beer? You hey, like beer? Hey. You know,
0: okay, really cute. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say her name on on this, but yes. If if anybody's like, hey, who's, who's got a single friend? You know, hit me up. Um, so uh, let let's get let's let's turn this around a little bit. You've got uh, so you've been into beer for about how long? Nine
1: years. Nine like years. That. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Which is which is a bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fun, and my wife never lets me buy anything macro, So. Okay. We're that's the not land bad. of craft beer in our
0: house. Yeah, I understand that. Um, so, um, you've got babies and beer. Yeah, babies and how And how did beers. that start up?
1: All right, so I'm right now, what am I, just turned 34, like, mm-hmm. last week. Um, and it felt like all of my friends were having kids at the same time as us. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you look in our beer groups, like, three, four years ago, there were so many people that were pregnant in mm-hmm. there. So we, when my daughter turned like six months or something and my friend Ross's son was turning like six months, Mm -hmm. my friend Emily, their twins were around the same age. We're like, Hey, uh, let's go all out to a brewery together because we never get to go drink beer. Mm -hmm. I mean, for that first year of lease, if I had maybe one beer a week, that was like
0: enough. And by one beer, do you mean just drinking a beer or like going out to have a beer?
1: Oh, just drinking a beer. beer. (laughs) I remember when Elise was like four months, I just came back from Vermont, where where my wife was from. Mm -hmm. I had a heady Topper. Mm -hmm. It took me over four hours to finish it because I was constantly having to running and do things. So we're like, all right, let's all go out to a brewery. The uh, first one was at Noble Ray. Uh, Mm -hmm. Rest in peace.
0: Rest in peace. Uh, I hear it's making a comeback of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Somebody bought the brand, but I think
1: that that location was amazing. I love that location. I'd only ball. been
0: there once mm-hmm. uh, and it was I think not too far after it opened so it was still oh. like in a in a work in progress point. I mean I like their beer mm-hmm. but uh, yes um, oh they had
1: couches and games and all this stuff mm-hmm. it was perfect for kids. so we got a table it was raining we had what four babies there mm-hmm. and then we were like all right, let's make this a recurring thing and then we started we scheduled one at turning point. And then, let me see, uh, I think we had one at Tubs, yeah. And at Tubs we, we had people coming up to us, they're like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, it's a Babies and Beers. You know, we had like 50 babies at that one. Yeah. we are like, you should make a Facebook page because I'm not into beer. Yeah, yeah. So, we made the Facebook page. I think we're at like 500 likes or something like that now. Okay, gotcha. And we're using it just to coordinate meetups across the area because it's mostly young kids. Gotcha. I'd say the oldest that comes to our meetups are maybe three years old.
0: Oh. So so it's, it's, it is babies. It's, it it's is, the little ones. It is it babies. Is ones. So, yeah.
1: I mean, it's drinking beer. It's us having a chance to relax. We'll take turns watching each other's kids. We'll have games. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife made a coloring book that we bring I mean, copies of. So yeah. it's just great just to... Feel normal again. That's what we want. Like,
0: so, so let me, <laughs> let me, let me. If if someone is listening to this and don't doesn't have kids, there's probably a couple things that are, th- they may be thinking of. Because I also think about the beer world being so dominated by guys. <laughs> um, and believe me, I can't wait to do a, a moms into beer and get some other. <laughs> Other voices on this. Not that I think that those should be excluded at all, mm-hmm. but because I'm a dad, that's what I'm focusing on right now. And if you are a mom and a beer listening to this, love to talk to you. Hit me oh, up. Oh,
1: I know a couple that would love. I to would talk to love
0: you. to 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 have you on the podcast. Um, but for people that that don't have kids, and I, I hate to put it that way, but it's just the best way to put it. Um, I never, I thought I was busy before kids. Then when I had kid number one, I was like, oh my goodness. Like just getting out of the house is just it's a it's a uh, it's a force to be reckoned with mm-hmm. because you have not only your stuff which is not much but now you have to get well we're you know what are we going to bring for the kids we got to bring the diapers the this, this. are we going to be able to sit down okay they're sitting down then we need to bring the toys if so we're not going to be sitting down okay then we need to make sure we have something to carry the kids. Blah, blah, blah. and you go through all these things in your mind and I loved what you were doing because I saw on the the the, the, the Facebook group the hey let's get together enjoy a beer together and just um, I think there's something to remember that we can still get out of the house because mm-hmm. I think that's such a um, it's so natural to um, to uh, create a hermitage because mm-hmm. it's so easy to stay in yeah it takes so much effort to get kid such kids out of the house and so uh, when I saw that, I was like, I I love that. I love what you're doing, and it's just it's such a cool thing to be doing.
1: I mean, when we were at Tufts, we had mm-hmm. one couple that came. Uh, I forget their names, but they said, "Oh, this is the first time we've gone anywhere, even eating out, in like six months."
0: Yeah, I can I can understand that, mm-hmm. and it's. I'm a, I mean, I've got a podcast. I love talking to people. I love being out. My wife, she needs what she calls her cave time. (laughs) So um, for us, um, uh, one of the things that I love is that my wife has also encouraged me to get out, to go do something Mm -hmm. uh, and not be in the house all day. Because she knows I get cooped up really bad and that I'm uh, I'm really not fun to be around. Um, So when I see things like that, what you're doing, uh, I'm just like, oh, that is such a great meeting point. Um, Even if you're not, even if your partner's, like, not really into beer. Oh, we have tons of people that don't even drink. Yeah.
1: Because what, people laugh at this, what I always put on the invites and in the group, baby owners and baby enthusiasts. So (laughs) we have a couple people that have been to several, they have no kids, they just like being around kids. Uh, My friend Amber... I think I like babies. Amber loves, loves babies. babies. And she is in heaven just helping, taking care of these kids, hanging out mm-hmm. with us. It's wonderful. We have grandparents that show up, all kinds of people that just wanna hang out.
0: I mean I mean if you're your grandma and see this group of people with all these kids I mean Mm -hmm. I I doubt anybody's gonna go wait you're a grandma who likes to hold kids oh no no don't hold my kid while I go and go take care of this little thing for another also the amount of like little things that come up with kids had no idea about you know the like oh uh, this one pooped okay you watch this one while this happens here and make sure it's, it's insane
1: yeah yeah I mean again like what I always say the my favorite age of babies so what it called the potato baby phase like right before they're crawling they're being held mm-hmm. and that I Lord they you have to have them held or in a bassinet mm-hmm. and yeah just a free like five minutes of hey grandma hold this so I can go to the bathroom without yeah. a child or something yeah.
0: yeah going to the bathroom is is um, it's like this little retreat you know? oh yeah it's it's like oh there's there's no children when I'm using the restroom that's because I've done the whole Door open. Look at one kid while holding another, and go like, mm-hmm. "You just read that book right now." Daddy needs like three minutes to crap. Yeah. Just, just let you know. You stay on the far side of the bathroom. Just, I just, it needs to happen right now. Yeah. And
1: then that <clears throat> feeling of terror when you see her crawling towards you, and you're like, "Oh no, 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 just, no, 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 no."
0: no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, um, one of the other things I liked, uh, I've, uh, cause uh, my last guest was, uh, Tony, um, Instagram, cool Tony D. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've met him before or not. No, he's I don't Awesome think so. guy. I, I, I think he would really be into this. Uh, I think he, he's got one kid and one on the way as well. Ooh, cool. And, um, uh, but one of the things we talked about and one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to start to ask is how was alcohol treated with you growing up and how do you see yourself treating alcohol now being, dad and now like oh i'm into beer i have children how do you see that continuing so
1: i think my dad honestly was like the og babies and beers thing Hmm. um from where we're from mount pleasant south carolina pretty Mm -hmm. much right on sullivan's island and isle of palms to island south carolina Mm -hmm. Uh, my dad when he was in charge of me on like the weekends or a saturday he was really into boating Right, okay. so he would take me out on the boat, and then he had a papoose where he would strap me onto his chest, and he went to a bar called the Windjammer, and he would just hang out, have a couple beers after on the boat with me just hanging out on his chest. So, oh, that's been like my dad is pretty much Jimmy Buffett. Okay, I say that I'm like everything about my dad is Jimmy Buffett.
0: He he is he's he's just like a natural parrot head all yeah. the way in.
1: And like this bar, the Windjammer. They had to rebuild it after Hugo. Mm -hmm. Um, They had a house band there who would play, like, really nice, soft songs. Almost like
0: Muzak in in some ways.
1: So, well, the house band, they ended up breaking out big. Uh, They're called Hootie and the Blowfish.
2: Oh, hey.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and Darius, (laughs) he lives in Mount Pleasant down the street from my friends. Gotcha. See him often, I guess. Oh, gotcha. So it was that where my dad kind of planted this seed of saying, like, you don't have to be this hermit dad who doesn't go out, doesn't do the things you enjoy, you can involve your child in it. Hmm. So, like, you know, my dad would, you know, drink a Corona while watching NASCAR or something like Mm -hmm. that and hang out with us. So, (laughs) it's almost continuing on that legacy of not sacrificing your personal life, just hanging out with the baby, having one or two beers. Like, a lot of people, whenever I do promoted ads for the group... Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of people think we're just getting wasted mm. with kids there, and it's mm. super bad. Like, no, it's literally just one or two beers. It's mostly about the kids, all the kids playing together, gotcha. having animal crackers, stuff like that. Mm. And that's one of the things I want to stress in the group is that you, when you have a child, you don't need to sacrifice everything. Yes, kids change everything. I hate that saying. Because it's, it's so true. It's so true. Oh yeah,
0: it, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. It, it, you you think? I didn't know. I, I was a teacher in a previous life, had my education credential and all of that other fun jazz, and then um, seeing kids, especially when I would do like kindergarten, I was like, I can wait a while for these. Mm-hmm. But before I bring one of these home, I want I want to have some fun and not, you know, because I just the responsibility of being a teacher, I don't think a lot of, um, especially guys don't know the responsibility of children. Mm-hmm. Because we don't really yeah. have to think about it. Yeah, we don't know. have to
1: carry them or plan. Yeah, yeah
0: we don't we don't have that, that as a burden on our mind very regularly. Yeah, you the know? evolutionary
1: drive to nest and that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, it just, it just I mean everything from like you know uh, everything from like how we're raised you know, guys don't I think, um, especially in, I'll say, I'll, I'll kind of group you with my generation. I'm not much older than you. I'm 37. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just so,
0: but I think our generation still had the boys don't play with girls stuff. And what is girl stuff? Mm-hmm. Girl stuff is baby stuff. You yeah. know, it revolves around home life and things like that. And that was our generation, uh, you know, still had that very stereotypical... Oh, yeah,
2: the
1: heteronormative gender roles. Yeah. It's and, breaking out. of. The, and I'm trying to let at least, like, enjoy what she enjoys so Mm -hmm. even though yes she has dolls she pushes a stroller every now and then Mm -hmm. that's cool but yeah back when we were kids it's not like you ever saw you know a four-year-old boy pushing a stroller or anything
0: like that and that's what i mean like there was never an encouragement to um to be okay with liking babies and stuff like Mm -hmm. that um and then even you know growing up as a teenager that was never expected of me to like hold the baby Mm -hmm. you know so I think a lot of, at least from my perspective, a lot of guys don't have the backing of thinking about kids.
1: I mean, my child, whenever we, my wife gave birth and mm-hmm. then they handed her to me to do skin to skin, that was the first baby I've ever held in my life.
0: So my kid was the first diaper I ever changed. Like, oh, yeah. Like, like that day, I remember it, it was like, I remember like my wife was sleeping and the kid needed a diaper change. I'm like, never done this before, but people who knew this for what thousands of years i'm very sure i could figure out diaper wipes Mm -hmm. and baby and i i did it and i was like you know what i don't care if that diaper looks like it's been like just kind of slopped on you did it it's on yeah i'm fine Mm -hmm. and i don't care about any judgmental looks if i've never done this before but i just did it now so there we go yeah yeah rock on yeah yeah um so how are you treating alcohol now in your family do you have any different way that you're that you're uh, is there like a special? I guess uh, one of the things I also want to learn is how do other dads treat and other families are, they treat alcohol in their houses so I have a designated bar
1: area and it has mm-hmm. a baby gate in front of it mm-hmm. where I have my cellar my fridges it's like it's an early 80's built house so every bar at a wet bar mm-hmm. that's totally closed off cool. um, and that's where I have all the cans and everything I'll have to get it more secure whenever she you know reaches pre-teen mm-hmm. age and you get curious in that the only thing that has really significantly changed is the ability to drink to intoxication. Mm. Um, I have limits for myself, and honestly, I don't have the time to drink to intoxication. But, yeah, um, I limit myself two beers, and then, obviously, with driving and with Elise and everything, that's a maximum one beer. Mm. So, I mean, I've cut down my consumption a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, since... Having a lease, you know, going to bottle shares and killing like 20 pastry stouts.
0: Yeah, and if you don't know what a bottle share is, because it's pretty much you get a bunch of people together, they bring a bunch of fun beers, and you just start opening up. And it's not that you drink all of one bottle yourself, Mm -hmm. it's that you bring a small glass and you have like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but you get two, you get what, 10 people each bringing two to three beers, you have 20 to 30 beers. In general, these are not lighter beers in the five, to oh, six yeah. range. They're normally in the seven to twelve to fifteen plus, and so you get uh, even if you start one ounce pours, twenty in at fifteen percent, you are you could be in for a very rough morning the next day.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. No, um, like I'll say one beer, at Meteor Maker from Celestial. Hmm. It's a barrel aged out. It's very good. It comes in a seven hundred and fifty mil bottle. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to be able to kill that myself. So I brought it to one of my friends who's a pediatrician's house. Mm-hmm. We had like four people over and worked on drinking that because yeah. it makes it a lot easier for that. But even then, I mean, you know, a couple bottles and then I'm getting the text from the wife. I'm going to bed a lot earlier than I was. I'm waking <laughs> up earlier than I was. Yep.
0: Uh, because those kids don't care about hangovers. Oh yeah. No, no. I've,
1: I've been out. I was at a, bottle share when elise was like six months mm-hmm. and it was like eight thirty. shannon's like i can't get her down you need to come home mm-hmm. dropped everything came home right then yeah so it's not like we're i mean guys have this thing where we say like oh we'll be like you know another five minutes we think we're telling the truth it's actually an hour or something like that yep now it's closer to the truth yeah. because i know elise is there elise needs help shannon my wife who i love she's a very angry northeastern Italian, which I don't mean as a negative. I love that, but she'll be like, no, get home right now. And but, I'll like, get home. Like, like baby
0: mm-hmm. stuff's happening, and I, I need, I just need the, I need to call in the infantry. Yeah,
1: Elise yeah. had a blowout on my jeans. I need somebody here.
0: That's never fun. No. If you don't know what a blowout is, wait till you have kids, and you will figure out a blowout. It is, it is not. Mm-hmm. We we had the worst blowout so far. Knock on wood. Um, when we were in California on... We had a rental. And okay. we were driving from my sister's place in Ventura down to my mom and dad's church. that I grew up in in Long Beach. And we thought we were going to get there early so that everybody could see the baby. Because the first time everybody was going to see the baby with the, the pretty dress and all that other fun jazz. Were you on the 405? Uh, yeah, we were on the 405 <laughs> driving south. And uh, we stopped... No, no, we were on the 101 because we, oh, okay. we were not far from my uh, sister's place. We stopped in uh, Malibu, not too far from Pepperdine, in a little spot we know. And uh, we were going to get burritos at a place called Lily's Burritos. By the way, best breakfast burrito in the world. Lily's Burrito. Got Lily's it. Lily's Burrito. Um, and um, we got the burrito. And as I'm pulling the the baby, like the, the kid carry the, the car seat with kid in it, I look on the floor and I'm like, that's not salsa. Oh, oh no. it was bad. It was so bad. It went through the car seat. It went through all the, the... This beautiful white little pretty dress that she was all in is now the stain of yellow salsa looking. Mm-hmm. And it was... Um, we literally stopped, got... There's a little, uh, like a little supermarket, like one of the few supermarkets in Malibu, and bought cleaning supplies and like two rolls of paper towels that you needed to clean up this child and everything just that was paper oh. towels
1: soaked in yellow baby shit. yeah i yeah i've been there <laughs> it was it
0: was it was just this moment of like oh and then we're looking at the time like no we ain't making it no we're we, i mean we'll catch everybody after church in the lobby but mm-hmm. there's no way we're making any time during the sermon yeah i'm
1: very pumped y'all are able to have a five-month-old sit through like a sermon and everything
0: oh no no that's a cry room there's a, uh, a private Okay, oh, yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah. good. No, 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 no. Five months later, I was months. about to
1: say, yeah, we sit in the back pew and, yeah, in and out. We take turns, so.
0: Yeah, no, we've got my, the, we go to the hills over here, um, and they have this insane children's program. I mean, they're they're super mega church. Mm-hmm. I mean, their they're toddler room the, the, for, like, the six months and above is bigger than my house, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. That's how big of a church it is. So, no, they've got resources galore. That it's it's. I really like it. But um, yeah. No, that 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 is a children's program that is like super deluxe.
1: Oh no, I was about to say our church is mm, smaller than Turning Point. It's mm-hmm. um, maybe 2,000 square feet total. Gotcha. Like that. It's Greenland Hills United Methodist shoved in the M streets. You're just driving through houses and then hey, there's this big church. Oh. And that's where, yeah. Okay. Founded by Googling Gay Dallas Church. Gay like Dallas Church. Seven years ago. And Did, we got married there. It's great. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you,
0: have you ever heard of Galileo? Mm-mm. It's, no. a, it's another awesome just like gay church. I mean, it is my... Um, we we went to it for for a little time, but Hills is like literally a five-minute drive.
1: Yeah, and that makes all the difference. It makes yeah. all the
0: difference, but also like it's it's kind of fun being like the... Not fun, but I feel like I, I represent a very different attitude in that church. Mm -hmm. than what um, a lot of the church is in there Um, and uh, Galileo they're awesome people Um, awesome awesome just uh, I mean their whole statement is to do uh, do justice um, love mercy and um, their whole uh, how do I put it Um, like part of their church structure is to do good for the LGBTQ community that's awesome and so uh, they're like a 20-30 minute drive and normally meet like at 5ish on Sundays I believe near Mansfield mm-hmm. and oh that's far from me <laughs> it's yeah and it's it's one of these like like oh I would we would love to we want to uh, but the, the oh, it's just and we have we ha- already had friends at the hills mm-hmm. yeah yeah It's it's yeah yeah I mean choose your battles
1: especially in this phase of yeah fatherhood
0: Ooh. okay so you've got a wet bar you've got that kind of gated off. Gotcha. So, um, what do you think you're going to do as they get a little older?
1: So, I'm probably going to do what my dad did. Because it worked out pretty well for me. Is that he would say, like, you cannot drink in this house until you're 18. Mm-hmm. My dad was a little flexible on that when mm-hmm. we would go to a Jimmy Buffett concert. Mm-hmm. But teaching them that it's not this, I don't know, this taboo out there i want to take away the taboo because mm-hmm. when you have the taboo like i went to smu i saw the kids that were from teetotaler households mm-hmm. that first year i don't know how many of them failed out yeah because they just found alcohol like drink everything we can and yep. go from there so i'm going to teach her it's something it's okay it's something you can cross whenever you're older mm-hmm you know, whenever you're 16, 17, if you want to try a beer, great. Don't drive. Don't ever drive when you're drinking. And mm-hmm. I'll pick you up anywhere. Just mm-hmm. it's a normal thing. Wait until you're older.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, see, I had a, my, my dad uh, scared me out of drinking hmm. um, because I remember I was, uh, I was really young and I saw him with a beer and uh, I had two very different models of alcohol growing up. I had my uncle who would get wasted watching the Cowboys with his buddies.
1: As one does.
0: As one does. And I saw that, and I was like, I never want to be that. Because I just saw how they lost control of themselves, mm-hmm. and I saw just how stupid they were. And I was just like, that's not... I, I'd never want to be that. You See, know?
1: and, like, my dad's, like I said, pretty much Jimmy Buffett. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen my dad drunk in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, he will have two to three beers while walking Vol in and Key West, mm-hmm. but... As far as drinking intoxication, I haven't seen anyone in my family drunk. So. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen my dad drunk either. I know I, I've seen him have one or two beers, but I don't think I've ever seen him drunk. Um, now, my dad, when I was young, that other, the opposite side was my dad who would have a couple and then he'd, he'd kind of be done. Um, and I remember he, I said, hey, dad, can I try that beer? And he looked at me and he goes, son. And every time he, if he starts the word the sentence, son, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay this, this, we'll see what happens here. He goes, uh, if you're gonna drink this, you need to drink it like a man, and I want to see half this can gone in one swig. And I was Jesus. like, Jesus, nope, nope, <laughs> I'm good. And so I, I never had the, I was also like the super good kid mm-hmm. growing up, so I never had the desire to like rebel and like do alcohol, drugs, all that other stuff. It just never, I, I, I saw the people that did that, and I just never had the, um, the drive to do that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I was never a cool kid and I saw that with the cool kids and I was like it just never appealed to me that that would be something worth pursuing in college um, I you know going to Pepperdine I hung out with um, with a lot of different people but it was two types a you did not drink or B you got wasted and I was like I, I don't want to get wasted because that's just not me and is Pepperdine a dry campus it is a dry campus okay And so everything is off campus. No, I'll say this. There's a lot that is off campus (laughs) and there's some that is on campus, you know, because believe me, there are people that drink on campus. I know that I've seen it Mm -hmm. Uh, as a student. I absolutely, you know, understand that. But um, it was either people that got wasted or didn't drink at all. And so uh, not fitting in that, it was always like, a, uh, you know. Um, So when graduating and then learning about craft beer, getting into it, now I'm looking at my my daughter and um, we don't drink a lot of soda at our house. So mm-hmm. if I ever have a soda, like I, I was drinking a Diet Pepsi the other day and she's like, beer? And I'm like, <laughs> no, that's a, a can of Diet Pepsi. And I was like, oh, okay. So we're making connections pretty early. Like, and I, I'm wanting to learn as much from other dads as to see how all these other dads are doing. Because to me, we're going to try to take the mystery out of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to show that... Um, this is something to use to celebrate, to enjoy a meal with. Um, we have a, we have kind of a saying of, um, there's no such thing as kid food in, oh, our, yeah. in our family. Mm. And so there's not like chicken nuggets. Um, I think of my kid at our house has had chicken nuggets like twice. Hmm. Um, because we just don't, we don't buy chicken nuggets very often. Like yeah. we just, kid, this is what you're going to eat is what we're making. Now, if you genuinely don't like it, like we have blind served our kid potatoes. She hates potatoes. All and right. She's been like, mom, dad, I don't like that. We're like, okay, we'll get you something. We'll figure out something else. Now we're not gonna cook you a full friggin' meal. but we'll figure something else out in the meal for you to eat.
2: Yeah.
1: No, that's uh, one of my really good friends, uh, Dake. He, his job right now is just traveling the world. Um, he's from Sichuan, uh, Central China.
0: I know Sichuan.
1: Oh well, uh,
0: I, I lived in I lived in
1: China for about a year. Oh year cool. And a half. Yeah. So he, whenever like my wife was pregnant and we talked to him about like baby foods like oh i don't think that exists in Sichuan. you know i think my first food was a peppercorn or something <laughs> it's like no we just we just ate what my parents ate whatever
0: <laughs> do, uh, that is that is uh, okay uh, that is a i, I love that statement mm-hmm. having lived in china i love that statement yeah yeah now there i now when i was there i did see baby food because we did a night where we had a uh, we did like an overnight at a mcdonald's and because uh, I was a missionary and English teacher, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the punishments for like doing a, a task wrong was eating baby food, and people almost threw up. And it oh, was no. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't eat baby food. No. Yeah. No. Um, okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Um, I was about to say something else, but um, it's escaping me right now. Um, so you got. Uh, Beer and Babies, you've got this through Facebook. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to... Uh, kind of wrapping it up. Is there anything else that um, you like to promote? I mean, I know you got your Beer and Babies. Mm. Uh, are you on Instagram? All that other good stuff? Yeah, um, hey. I'm
1: on Instagram. Uh, pop Culture Reference. All one word. Thank you. I was like, I can't
0: remember what <laughs> it was, but it's a great name, Pop Culture Reference.
1: And then uh, we're on Facebook, the Babies and Beers. It's DFW Babies and Beers Meetups or... Babies and Beers, DFW Meetups. It's one of those. It's one of those, two. You can find it. Okay. Um, I mean, the only thing really to promote, um, thankfully I've been in the scene for a while, so I know a lot of friends who open breweries. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my good friends, Dom, is getting ready to open his brewery, False Cidal. Yeah, but uh, False saddle they're opening up before the end of the year mm-hmm. up in uh, North Richland Hills. It's like 15 minutes. It's 10
0: minutes away from my house.
1: And Dom is one of the coolest, most beer knowledgeable people I've ever known, so mm-hmm. drink his stuff. promise you.
0: I'm excited. I haven't had any of their beer yet. Oh, it's, I, it's I'm fantastic. I'm so excited to, to, to give them a shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Lee, man, thank you so very much for coming on the podcast, driving out from Dallas all the <laughs> way out here to... I, can you remember whether I'm in Bedford, you H E B area? Bedford, That's yeah, the Bedford. edge of Bedford. It's H E B. I just th- th- this general. It's between D F W and my house. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 this little nebulous of suburbia.
1: Yeah, all the Texas is big about towns on top of each other. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But Lee, thank you so very much for coming on this podcast. I've so enjoyed our conversation. This has been such a good time. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. No man. Okay. All right, boss. Cool.